Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Luke's English Podcast is supported by kind donations from generous listeners and also the premium subscription, which gives you access to a growing library of lessons from me specifically about vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation. Each series contains pronunciation drills where you can listen and repeat specific phrases after me. To get more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Hello, listeners, and welcome back to my podcast for learners of English. How are you doing today? You doing okay? Yeah, 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 I'm doing fine, Luke. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, that's you responding. I don't know why you're talking like that. Yeah, I'm fine, yeah. I don't know why that's... Why are you speaking like that? I don't know, just because I'm fine. Yeah, it's fine. I'm good. Let's get started. Okay, so I won't talk at great length at the start here. Suffice to say that as the title of this episode suggests, both Amber and Paul are on the podcast again after a one-year absence. Yes, the tangential trio are at it again. I've been wondering what on earth I should call this episode. As you'll hear, the options I had for a snappy title for this one were a bit tricky because our conversation covers some pretty diverse topics, including some quite dark themes, some potentially controversial moments, ooh, and the usual fun rambling nonsense. It's hard to sum it up in one pithy clickbait title. I think I'm just calling it Amber and Paul are on the podcast, but that does seem like a bit of a cop-out. Anyway, we will see what I ultimately choose as a name for this episode. Here's a quick hint of the diverse topics which we explore. Uh, first thing, organ harvesting. Yes, that's right, organ harvesting. To get this, to understand this, you'll need to have listened to the previous episode of this podcast. That's episode 718, which was a conversation with Michael the Hitchhiking Shaman from Poland. In that episode, Michael explained how, when hitchhiking once, he almost got kidnapped by several people who he suspected were organ harvesters, people involved in the illegal trade of human internal organs. Amber heard that podcast, Amber heard the conversation with Michael, and she was sceptical about Michael's story. And this prompted nearly 30 minutes of conversation about the ins and outs of organ harvesting, including how, why, where and who would do this. Then we go on to do various random questions and challenges from my list of random questions and challenges. So you will get more accent fun, a thrilling discussion of Amber's favourite fruit and vegetables, a story about Amber's son Hugo and his surprising articulacy in English, a joke about Spanish firemen, some British citizenship questions about Easter holidays, British overseas territories, and why Great Britain is actually called Great Britain, 
and plenty more besides. So other than organ harvesting, there isn't just one theme for this episode, hence the rather generic title. But it's a thrill ride of an episode which has everything you could expect from a conversation with Amber and Paul. I hope you enjoy it. Nothing more needs to be said except that you are about to hear a rapid conversation between friends and it might be difficult to follow. So strap in, hold on tight and let the tangential chat commence. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on the podcast. Amber and Paul are on another podcast. Paul's a very funny boy. His laugh I very much enjoy. Amber's got a lovely voice. If I could choose an accent, hers will be my choice. Yeah. Yeah, what was that about, by the way? Wait a minute. So, <laughs> Amber, what? What? I said, don't, uh, don't get your organs harvested. Organ harvesting. Yeah. And Paul said, what's that about? No, so, but you sent... I, 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 I'm very hungover today. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, you, I, I basically kind of went to sleep when you sent your first text this morning. <laughs> That's when what? you went to bed. Uh, kind of, yeah. No. I, I, I sent my first text at about 6.30 this morning, I think. No. At 6.30? Yeah. Yeah, I got home about 4. And I think I went to bed at 4.30. And then I just woke up randomly... When you texted, and I was like, I can't, I'm not replying. And how, I was, how come? How just come? every Monday night, it's the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, of course, Monday. It's it, happy hour live, and then they leave, and then I stay to edit, and then I get sucked into the YouTube thing because I'm, I'm a bit drunk, and I just get more drunk, and it's horrific. And you just stay up all night, just sort of yeah, pretty much. working and. Yeah, on. half working, half watching YouTube, and half getting more drunk than I should. And so, anyway, I, I read the thread of messages. About the, we the, the three of us had been sending each other, yeah, or that you two had been sending each other, and I was sleeping. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I woke up to some Polish thing about organ 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 harvesting. Do you want to explain, Amber? I was listening to Luke's podcast. Oh, so it is actually your podcast. Yes. Okay. I thought it was another because every time. I said that this just before you showed up downstairs. I was like, every time I see Amber, she's like, there's a podcast you have to listen to. And I'm like, it's called Luke's English Podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll listen to it. And I never do because I just never find Yeah, Amber's time. always doing that to me. She's always trying to get me to, to listen to podcasts. And I she's like, sh- podcast shaming us, <laughs> being like, why aren't you listening to these podcasts? So I thought it was a podcast that you found yeah. about some Polish organ harvesting. No, I mean, I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I just want to share the love, which is why I recommend them to you. Don't feel obliged. You don't need to listen to them. Just saying they're out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, I walk the walk. I talk the talk. Um, but no, this was Luke's podcast and it came out today, yesterday. Uh, yesterday evening. Yesterday. And so I was like giving it a listen to sort of I like to catch up with what Luke's doing from time to time and give a listen. Instead of calling him, you just listen to him just listen. passively. Yeah, just tune in, just, just, you know, just log on to the RSS feed yeah. uh, rather than actually speaking to me. Um, so, yeah, the conversation that Amber listened to was from episode 718, um, which is uh, a conversation with Michael the Shaman. He was a runner-up in the recent competition I did. Okay. Which is basically, you know, people send in some recordings and other people vote on them. And then the winner and some of the runners-up get interviewed on the podcast. Nice. And it's been great because the, the guests have all been really good, really good guests. But uh, this, the story that Amber is referring to is that uh, Michael um, goes hitchhiking. And there was one particular occasion when he was hitchhiking with a friend going from Poland to Amsterdam. Mm. So from Poland through Germany. You know, you know where Poland and Amsterdam are? <laughs> 
Uh, so he was hitchhiking and he got picked up by these very, very, very dodgy guys who it turned out were drunk and smoking like meth or something in, in their van. And it all got very on top. And uh, Michael was convinced that not only were they very untrustworthy criminals, but they were planning to take them. <laughs> right? To kidnap them. I don't know if Liam Neeson was involved. <laughs> Liam, this is taken four. Like Michael is Liam's sort of, you know, younger cousin. Michael, you're going to be taken. I don't know. Anyway, um, and he was, he became convinced that the guys were going to kidnap them in order to harvest their organs. Right. And Amber, you don't believe it, do you? You're skeptical. Look. Don't believe what? About his story or organ harvesting in general? I know, I because I was enjoying. I've not listened to the whole podcast, so I've not had the pleasure of hearing the rest. But like, I was listening to it, and it was very, it was a really interesting interview. And he was saying this like about going hitchhiking and why he likes it, and it's really good. But then he had this like one dodgy encounter, and it was it, this this story about like they're in the car, the bloke seemed dodgy, and he thinks he's gonna get his organs half harvested. <laughs> now I believe that he he instinctively was correct. Something was definitely wrong, and he listened to his instincts. And I salute him because people often think oh, this is dodgy, oh, no, it's okay. Yeah. And then they end up being, like, kept in a cave for or, 20 or, years or like, whatever. Sorry, I've got two kidneys, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't need both. It'll be fine. But I needed more, because people can be dodgy, but organ harvesting is quite specific and extreme. I feel like maybe we were missing a part of the story. Mm, you felt it was a bit of a stretch to go from we're in danger to they're going to specifically take our kidneys. Yes. You know, um, I don't know. Well, he did say that... Um, that they, they said... They were making jokes to each other. Ha, 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 we're going to take your organs. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> and, like, so uh, they were saying that... But um, because- I, I believe that those guys were making those jokes. And I can actually believe that they were making the jokes, winking at each other as if to say, hey, we're just making fun of you. But then to each other, they were going, no, but we really are. I don't know. I believe that he was right. I think you have to trust your instincts and it sounds like he is quite, you know, a person who obviously is in tune with his instincts. So I think that was really good. I think he did the right thing, getting out, saving himself and his friend from dot, 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 who knows what. But I suppose in a way, it's such a sort of, maybe it's, maybe I'm naive. Maybe I just don't think organ harvesting goes on as much and it does. Organ harvesting is a thing. Or that, I suppose if you're like... I, I don't know why to... they call it harvesting. I was like, about to say that. Do you know what I mean? Like it's such a sp- specific <laughs> word to use for what you're, you're not harvesting anything. You're, you're take you're stealing it and selling it on the black market. Harvesting yeah. also suggests that you know it's like a farming term. It suggests going out into a field and and cutting down and gathering many 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 crops in yeah. one big bulk of crop. Yeah. Of Involves crops. a tractor. But you're not. It's not a tractor or a scythe or some industrial farming uh, machinery that you use to harvest people's organs. Mm. It's more just like. Cut that open, get a couple of kidneys. Right, let's get out of here. Terrifying. It I is don't terrifying, know. yeah. Does it happen so much? I yeah, I'm know. sure it does. But you kind of think, aren't the people doing it? Well, I suppose I suppose you need a, a combo. You need like the sort of muscle and then you need the doctors. So you didn't you didn't finish listening to his whole no, hitchhiking bit? I listened to yeah. the whole hitchhiking bit, I think, because then you were talking, I think you'd moved on to the next, the next Topic. subject. Yeah. Because they did. So just to finish the story, Paul, um, Michael and his friend started faking like they were Michael was dropping into the conversation 
oh yeah, because more my diabetes is playing up again, and I've got hepatitis B and C. You know, he was like dropping in all these things, like uh, you know, suggesting he had some rare blood disease. Uh, and then he 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 said, like, we've got to stop because I really need the toilet. He pretended to have gastro or something like that. Yeah. And they managed to escape from these guys at a petrol station. Jesus and Christ. you know, they kind of left left them and went over to some people and just like got away. Uh, but um, then. To continue their journey, they they decided to keep hitchhiking, right? And they made rules. The rules were, okay, no more Polish people. Because they were scared that they were going to get picked up by these people's associates. Right. Because they heard them talking to other people on the phone who were also on the road. And they were concerned that they were going to get picked up by the other guys right. that they were associated with. And so they said, right, no more Polish people, no vans, and no drugs or alcohol. And so the next car that picked them up... It was a Mormon van. Somehow, <laughs> yeah, a Mormon van full of crackheads. Um, <laughs> Polish, cra- Polish Mormon crackheads. Um, uh, somehow the next vehicle that picked them up, I think they didn't realise it at the beginning, but they were drinking again, and they were Polish. It wasn't a van. <laughs> what is but this? But these two guys turned out to be the friends of the two people they just escaped from. No, I didn't hear you that didn't bit. Hear no, this I bit. didn't get to that bit because I arrived. Yes, yeah, so so this is this this is like you know how the story continues, and and they couldn't believe it. Um, and but these two guys that picked them up the second time were apparently the brains of the organization and the other two that they'd been picked up by were the the muscle as you said right and so these guys definitely seem to be you know a cut above the other ones and they were sort of more intelligent and seemed to be in charge and stuff like that and uh and he says the only reason they didn't do anything to them is because ultimately they kind of um what's the word for it like uh ingratiated themselves with them and so they liked them. And then they're like, you know what? I oh, know. We'll let you go kind of thing is what they thought. I know. Maybe you're thinking Michael's got an overactive imagination and it, it, he all dreamt it. He dreamt it all. But, um, you know, I, I don't doubt that these sorts of things happen. I also don't doubt that there are dodgy people like that. I've met people like, like that in dodgy pubs in sort of... Or organ uh, Not or organ harvesters, no. But you know what I mean? Like just... So I... Uh, in some crappy pub like in the middle of nowhere where I used to live you'd get people coming through just dodgy weird people who would come into the pub and I'd be working there or just drinking there or whatever and you get these odd people who come through and you just get a real vibe of like these are really really weird and dangerous mm. people you, you just it just comes off them like mm. you can just smell it and um, I'm not I wouldn't be surprised if there were kidnappers organ harvesters it's probably very rare but um, who knows? Doesn't who knows? mean it didn't happen. It's true. I wasn't there. I feel like there was more. Maybe he was shielding us from some of the sort of more graphic aspects of the story. It reminds me, actually, of, of a podcast that I listened to. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? It's about Burke and Hare. Do you know who they are? I thought you meant Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare in, 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 Ma- in Merseyside. No. Burke and Hare. No, Burke and Hare. Burke and Hare. They were these like the original grave robbers. But ah. instead of robbing the graves, they would just kill people and sell the bodies to, like, you know, the surgeons in Edinburgh. <laughs> Wait a minute. Grave robbers normally would be robbing, the taking dead bodies from graves in order to conduct research or to sell them to, well, to, to yeah, people? Yeah, grave robbers, they'd dig up, like, a recently dead body and then sell them to the, you know, to the um, scientists. This is to, back to, in the... To when, make experiments when, on when, 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 
autopsies and to learn like they were the okay. medical schools like I, when, like, I suppose though? it was the turn of the last century like so a hundred years or so ago yeah. before um yeah before uh, uh <laughs> before there was such a thing as i will give my body to science medical yeah, science right. exactly In those days they had to just find bodies where they could yeah. and so we're, and then like you know the, these two they like i don't know someone died they had like some sort of house i think they were running like a little dos house like a sort of cheap bed and breakfast and uh, someone died and then they're like oh what are we going to do with this and then they gave it to the um <laughs> scientist you know and he gave them good good hard cash for it so then they developed this way which is called burking of killing people without leaving any traces Whoa. for the money supply and demand yeah so i mean there's a there is a demand for organs oh certainly oh yeah, it's, yeah there's a lot of demand for for there was something I was reading, not recently, but like maybe a year ago, about something about um, oh, yeah. something to do with organ harvesting. I can't remember what it was, but it was something that had come to light. Yeah, really. Yeah, it was weird. I just, yeah, I mean, I don't understand it, obviously, but I, I, it's, it's crazy that that's. See, the thing is, like, who? So, if there are organs being traded on the black market, isn't there a right? film about that as well? Well, there Where is somebody there, woke there, up with, they found out. Uh, Probably they had is. like a thing less in the body than they should have had, and it was there was a they scar. They wake up in a yeah. bath full of ice. What film is that? Now there, I'm sure there's a film about a horror film about organ harvesting, but there's also a horror film called uh, Hostel. Have you seen yeah. that? Well, that th- this story that you were saying reminded me of that. Totally. Do you know about Hostel? Mm. It's one of these horrible, oh, God, horrible. It's horrific. Like, it's described. The genre is torture porn. It's Eli mm. Roth. Eli Roth, who's like a friend of Quentin Tarantino's, and he did like lots of different horror films. He's in um, Inglorious Bastards. Okay. Anyway, he's an, he's horrible, and he he <laughs> makes really horrible, nasty films. Um, I mean, his films. I don't know. I don't know the gentleman personally. I'm sure he's very personable as an individual. Eli, if you're listening, sorry, I don't mean you. Just your work. I hate your work. No. Um, so uh, the story of Hostel is like these American backpackers go sort of um, backpacking in parts of. Eastern Europe. Europe. Eastern Europe, let's say, uh, sort of nondescript parts of Eastern Europe. And um, while they're there, they kind of get kidnapped. One of them gets kidnapped, and it turns out he's been kidnapped by a sort of ring of torture people. I don't know what the word for that is, really. <laughs> people who like torture. There's this company. There's this, there's this really nasty um, organization that captures tourists, and then people can come pay their money to torture these people who are, le- who are held in these cells in some old industrial um, uh, park somewhere. And um, so, you know, it's all about how one of the characters gets caught and, you know, he's, he's about to be tortured by this guy in, an, in a mask and he somehow manages to escape, you know, the typical Holly, mm-hmm. uh, uh, horror movie stuff. Um, so, yeah, it is quite lo- a lot like Hostel. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't even remember any of that story. I just remember what I remember thinking that film was horrific. Oh, yeah, it's nasty. It's a really nasty, nasty, nasty film. Ugh. It's like Saw. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, horrible. I can't stand that kind of stuff. Yeah. I like horror films, but I don't like just the really graphic torture stuff. I mean, the guy's sawing his own hand off to get. Oh, it's just, it was such a horrific film. Mm. And so was the second one. I, I don't have. I don't oh, know. you saw this? You're like, this I is I horrific. What, let me see the next yeah, one. Yeah, because you kind of get it's like horrific, but you're kind of like, oh, God, all right, I've got to watch the second one now. Mm hmm. I don't remember any of the plot line of any of them, but I just remember them being horrific. Yeah, mm. yeah, absolutely. Well, there's that book by Kazuo Ishiguro that was turned into film with Kira Knightley. Never Let Me Go, is it that? Yeah, Never Let Me Go. And he, and in this book, like he imagines this futuristic world where you 
I think if you've got money, you can have a clone made of yourself. Mm. So there's you, and then in a parallel sort of place is your clone. And I suppose in this world, I can't remember, I read it ages ago, like organ failure is a thing because then your person, your clone, you'll slowly harvest their organs for you because they're a perfect match. But then, of course, they will... There's only so many donations you can make. But the thing is about organ harvesting on the black market, right... So where is the demand on the black market? I understand that if you've got kidney failure, then you're going to go, you, you need a new kidney. But w- why would you choose to, 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 you know, get one illegally? Why not go through the normal? Well, because I think it's probably think in countries where there, there isn't. There's no health care yeah, and, and it's stuff. just like sketchy people doing it. I don't know. I, 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 that's the thing. I, it's a good question. I don't know where the demand for, for organs are, is. Well, we know where the demand is. The real question is, like, how do you go up to hospital and be like, got some kidneys? Uh, do you need well, you some see, kidneys? I I mean, no, like- they're not selling them. These dudes are not selling them to the hospitals, are they? Aren't they? No, isn't there just- going to be some underground uh, organ market where you're like, go on the dark web and you're like, uh, you know, Amazon for kidneys well, or whatever it is. But then it has it to be like, what, a private clinic? Amazon you still need. Kidneys. I don't know. <laughs> you like- still need a doctor to put it in. Yes, a dodgy doctor, like an evil doctor. Oh, it's, it's complicated. There must be a whole network of, of naughty people doing naughty things. It's like everything for it's not just drugs and stuff. It's like, you know, if you need to get the groceries, you could go to the normal grocery shop or you can go on the dark web and get dark groceries. <laughs> dark, <laughs> dark groceries. Dark, dark milk and bread. <laughs> it's cheaper, but it's riskier. Yeah, it's dangerous. Mm. Yes, okay. Uh, estimated tens of thousands of prisoners of conscience have been killed to supply a lucrative trade in human organs and cadavers, and these abuses may be ongoing. This is controversial, because now we're talking about, what was it? Criminals of conscience? We probably Prisoners shouldn't. of conscience. Prisoners of conscience. These, well, I cut this. Huh? <laughs> you don't I, want to start upsetting your... I, I don't want to get the... I, don't I thought get prisoners ch- of conscience meant prisoners who are conscious. What no, is no, that? no. It's, it's mind, mind crimes, thought, thought, thought crime. Oh, okay. Anyway... It? Now I'm trying to figure out like where where you would <laughs> cut, use cut cut eject eject quick press the red to focus on European crime European and crime if, European if, if you're going to talk about um, I po- typed an organ if you're going to talk about political corruption make it British political corruption only everyone's fine with that oh. the only the only kind of controversial subject on this podcast that gets lots of traction from everyone around the world is like isn't Britain a fucking disaster if I talk about any other country being a disaster everyone's like no you know well it's fun because you you type in organ harvesting into Google the first article is uh, where is organ trafficking most common most prevalent Israel, India, Israel? China, Pakistan, Turkey, Brazil, ever, everywhere basically. Everywhere. Yeah, I'm sure uh, it's East, all over Eastern the Europe. But then, you know, I was, I, I was, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to say it. I was listening to a podcast. <laughs> wait, wait, before you say that, before you say that, I, I'm going to, I was just, um, you know, we started recording this without a plan. And now I'm sitting there thinking, what's the topic, what's the title of this episode going to be? Organ harvesting with Amber and Paul. <laughs> We should actually go out and do some. So we're going to now go out to the streets of Paris, see if we can do a little bit of organ harvesting. Anyway, you were listening to a podcast. I'm listening to a podcast. It's called The Happiness Lab. And it's this woman and she kind of looks at like, you know, what things you can do to make yourself happy. And she's from Yale, I think. What's the name of the woman? It's not Gretchen Rubin, is it? Um, no, no, it's not that's, Gretchen that's another Rubin. happiness podcast. That's what my wife listens to. Oh, really? Oh, yes. There's lots of them. Hold on. I'll see if I can find um, Mine the listens one... to the A Penis podcast. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> she can't happiness. pronounce happiness. Happiness. Happiness, happiness podcast. 
yeah. the, it's a happiness lab with Dr. Laurie Santos. Okay. And um, so she's got all these different things like, you know, oh, you know, what did Buddha say? And what did, you know, ancient wisdoms and stoicism and philosophy. Like, if you're feeling a bit sad, just get a new brain on the black market. Or get a new brain. No, but one of the things is about like generosity, like giving things like, you know, you're happier if, if I gave you 20 euros and I said, oh, you can spend this 20 euros on yourself or you can give this 20 euros to Paul. Actually, giving the 20 euros to Paul would make you happier mm, than spending the money on yourself. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Give the money to Paul, Luke. <laughs> no. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, according to Dr. Laurie Santos, like generosity, like, you know, giving, whether it's time or money, like giving these things, these gestures to help other people really makes you happy. And then they looked at these like extreme forms of altruism, including someone who, donated one of his kidneys to an unknown person just because he was like he realized there was a need and was like this is awful I don't need this kidney I'm going to give it to someone else and they looked at these people who do this who who give these organ donation not to a family member but to a stranger and how fulfilling it is apparently so Michael Michael film, uh... Michael from Poland you know just maybe you should have given the kidney yeah. just saying <laughs> well giving you watch, have you ever seen the film seven pounds no. with Will Smith yeah it's unbelievable it's basically that it's like he is he that makes seven donations to to, uh, he basically donates parts of him to other people to like seven different people it's a really touching movie like I remember just like bawling my eyes out oh wow yeah it's a really good film that I'd like if you watch that in the pursuit of happiness like again with Will Smith like back to back you're just like who is this person because I remember him you know from yeah. Men in Black being yeah. a funny mm. and then like these films are great so anyway yeah that's seven pounds is about that so uh, would you give you give up a kidney then Amber I mean I'm not gonna lie I'm not that tempted to, Offer. to give up a kidney like that so the human body can just it's just fine with one is it it's fine with one unless that until, one packs yeah, until up. that one packs up right so you get two just as a one as a backup as the other one why don't you get two of everything why don't you get two hearts like you know the other you're one heart struggling the other heart's like it's all right i got it like octopus. relay race yeah. yeah an octopus do octopuses they've got three hearts have they <laughs> that's a bit greedy isn't it of them <laughs> i mean they've got eight, eight legs <laughs> Eight legs, three hearts, bloody hell. But, but they don't have other things. They don't have, what, arms? But when you've got eight legs, who needs arms, right? <laughs> They've got a beak as well, octopuses. They have a beak like a parrot. I thought that was a squid. Maybe a squid too. But no, octopuses got a little beak in there as well. Oh. So, you know, What's it ten- doing, cracking the nuts open? What's I don't know. It's got just a beak for? eating berries and, and nuts and things. Um, I don't know. Uh, but anyway... Is that is that the conclusion of our organ harvesting? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think then? we should move on from organ move, harvesting. You know, because like I feel tempted to, I feel obliged to make the entire episode about organ harvesting now. But but then we just, you know, <laughs> then we'll be dragging out the subject. So instead, I'll say this, Paul. Hello. So what's the situation? <laughs> we started again. Uh, the situation is uh, we're at uh, your place, Luke. We just yeah. had lunch. Mm-hmm. What was the lunch? Bento Sorry. box of chicken. F- fried uh, chicken. Yeah. Is it fried chicken? Fried fried chicken. It fried was chi- um, karage, okay. which is fried chicken okay. in Japanese with, with rice and all the other Japanese yeah, with like legit bits. stuff as well. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't like your typical Japanese thing that you would find in France. It's not like, oh, Western J- Japanese, like Western Japanese food to make. It, it, like, it reminded me of when I was in Japan. 
yeah it's like proper proper japanese yeah. food um yeah the the woman who runs the restaurant is like legit japanese do you speak to her in Japanese now and again? Yeah, sometimes. That's I go cool. in there and sort of speak a mix of French, English, and Japanese. So I'll go in and like, bonjour. And then, you know, then it's... Arigato and then, gozaimasu. Yeah, at the end, hi, arigato gozaimasu. That's, that's, there's like different versions of arigato gozaimasu. My favorite one is the the, 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 com- the, the drunk company man, the drunk salary man leaving a, an izakaya at 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. And he'll just leave and he'll just go, hazas. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, I'll say that when I leave. And she, she thinks you're just a drunk. She's just like, just who is this? Another drunk salary man. Happy <laughs> drunk salary man. Um, yeah, so we just had our karage bento boxes and we're sitting in my kitchen living room. The dishwasher is running, listeners. Yeah, can, you can I don't know if you can, uh, you can probably hear a low level humming sound. That's mm. just a, a dishwasher. Yeah, all right. Uh, whew, oof. Oof. Okay, you know, <laughs> you know what we could do. Um, we could do this. Tell us. So uh, you remember last time, the last two times you were on this podcast, Paul, we yeah. had the the random questions with Paul Taylor, which was then called Potluck with Paul Taylor. Yes, mm-hmm. um, I've got still got loads of those questions, so we right, can just we, let's just do that. Yeah, we can carry on with that, and just they're just random questions, little conversation <laughs> points. We'll keep going until Amber has to to go. Um, get the and, baby. And get the baby. Yeah, exactly. sounds good to me. Um, all right, so you basically got to give me a number. Give me a number, like from one to, one to like fifty and all that. And if it's if yeah, go on. Amber. Go on Amber. Forty-seven. Forty-seven. Mm. The year my mother was born. Oh really? Yeah. Um. Forty-seven is guess the punchline. <laughs> Guess the punchline. Okay, let's see if Amber's any better at this than I am. Okay. Oh God, I'm terrible. So I've go just realised I left the joke book upstairs and stuff. So <laughs> I'll just, I'll just go with the first one that's in my head at this moment. Are you ready, Amber? I'm ready. This is an amazing episode. It's the most disorganised episode. <laughs> Did you hear about the Spanish fireman and his two hoses? Jose. Yes. And hose B. Yes. <laughs> She did it. That was good. Oh. You did it, Amber. That's well. That's brilliant. Did you hear about the two Spanish firemen and his two hoses? No, the two two. How many? The Spanish fireman and his two hoses. Jose. Jose. Hose B. And hose B. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Uh, this is me interrupting the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Hey, it's all a bit of fun, isn't it? Hey, organ organ harvesting and jokes. Yay, and controversial things. Anyway. I need to come in here because I've just realised I, I got that joke wrong. I got the joke wrong, of course. I mean, it still made Paul and Amber laugh, but uh, no, that's not the proper version of the joke. Obviously, this is very important, so I have to tell you the proper version of the joke. So it goes like this. Did you hear about the Spanish fireman and his two sons, Jose and Hose B? Ha, now the, the joke actually makes sense now. Doesn't it? Because Jose, of course, is a famous Spanish boy's name. Did you hear about the fireman and his two sons? The Spanish fireman and his two sons, Jose and Hose B. A hose, of course, is the thing that a fireman uses to spray water on fires in order to stop them. Okay, that was extremely important interruption, but I will now let you carry on enjoying this um, slightly disorganised but fun uh, episode with the pod pals Amber and Paul. Thank you. There you go, Paul. It's your turn. Oh, your turn. <laughs> Give me a number. Give me a number. 
34. has already been done. That was the random... Right, he, that was Luke, I've got a tip for you. Why, with, with, with this list... Just cut them all out. No, no, no. Yeah, cut the ones that you've done out and then renumber them. That yeah. would make sense, but then I'd have to cut them all out and renumber them, you see. Why don't you randomly choose yeah, them? Yeah, why don't you pick a number that has... Because right. we don't right. know which ones have been picked. Okay. Okay, then. Uh, so, number two. Uh, Amber? No, we've already... Uh, you've already uh, done number two. Just, I've just realised we have already done that one. Oh, Jesus. Okay, Paul Taylor, random accent, <laughs> random accent challenge. Okay. It's not that random because you, you, I know that you're good at it. So I'd like you to do a French person teaching a class of English people how to speak French in English. Fuck. You're a French... Well, I'm a French... You're a French teacher. So my name is Jean-Pierre, oui. And you're cl- teaching a class of English people. You are the English people in my class. And you're trying to get us to speak French, but you're teaching the class in English. Okay, class, uh, very good. So in order for you to uh, speak the correct French, you have to say grenouille. Can you say grenouille? Grenouille. Do I have to do that with my hand when I say it? You do grenouille. Grenouille. Very good, uh, Master Luke. Grenouille. I can't say. Grenouille. This is this is one of the words I can't say. My son is learning ouille at the moment in school. And I, I just, I'm Does he failing. say couille? Yeah. Well, he had to write five words with an ouille sound and he was doing them this morning for his homework and they were like, grenouille, and I was like, couille. <laughs> means balls. I've got a better idea actually for this sketch. Can I just rewrite the sketch, the, the concept? <laughs> so you are, you're a French, uh, you're a French person teaching English to two English native speakers, but our pronunciation is wrong. We pronounce things correctly and you have to correct us making it Bad. So if, okay, we, if, okay. if the welcome, word is happiness... Okay. Welcome to the class. Uh, welcome to the class, uh, uh, Amber and Luke. Very good for you to be here. We learn English today, huh? okay? okay? It is uh, what we have to do, okay? Yeah. On est d'accord? That's, we, that's fine, yeah. Okay, that's super. Uh, so we need to uh, learn the word. Schroot. Uh, 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 Sorry, what? Schroot. Uh, you spell it uh, t- an t- English word, right? It's an English word, throughout. It is. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, I've got it. Yeah. Through, throughout. 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 No, no, no. Throughout. 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 Can you give it to us in a sentence? Throughout uh, mm. today, uh, I will be doing uh, many different things. Throughout today, I will be doing many different yeah. things. You, you, in English, uh, you are supposed to spell it T T H T T H R O U G H O U T. And that's uh, but this is bullshit throat. spelling. Fuck the spelling. The spelling uh, not correct. Uh, if we spell it throughout, it is S R O O. O O T. Sroot. Sroot. It's all about where you put the, you know, the the the, the stress. The stress. Sroot. 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 Okay. Brilliant. Like brilliant. Thank you. Thanks for the English lesson. All right. Wonderful. You're welcome. Right. Next. Um, I'm going to pick a number that's Am- already been done. Amber. No, I'm just going to tell you the number. I'm going through it in chronological order now. Okay. Chronological order? No, numerical order. I'm an English teacher. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, here's a tough one. You oh. ready? Question five. What, uh, what are your favourite fruit and veg? Oh, Favourite Fav- fruit, favourite veg. Go. Favourite fruit, berries. Just gener- generic berries? Any berry. kind like of berry? I like a framboise. A framboise. A framboise. A framboise. A framboise. 
You mean a, a, a raspberry? A, a raspberry. You like a raspberry? I like Which a raspberry. One? Which raspberry? Just one. Just a raspberry. Any raspberry. Uh, or an apple. I like an apple. Keep it simple. If it was a fight between a raspberry uh, and an apple. Excuse me, it's not pronounced apple, it's pronounced apple. Apple. <laughs> a apple and a framboise, a framberry. Uh, yeah. If it was a fight between a, a raspberry and an apple. Yeah. Which one? Maybe an apple. You can pop an apple in your bag, you're good to go. You can't pop a raspberry in your bag. You cannot, no. You're going to get a sticky... It's going to go everywhere. It's going to get... You can blow a raspberry, can't blow an apple. Mm. True. Mm-hmm. Good mm-hmm. point. Very good point. Mm-hmm. What, how, what does that mean? Blowing a blowing a raspberry. a It was the it was the bento box. Blowing a raspberry. So it means um, to, to blow a kiss to when you go. Mwah. No, that's not no. blowing a raspberry. Isn't it's not it? a raspberry. No. Okay. Because uh, what I like to do is like you, you blow a raspberry like on your children's tummy. You know when you sort of put your mouth against them and you go like. I have to say this is the classic way. <laughs> Oh, is that mm. a raspberry? A raspberry, yeah. Or like that. You oh, stick your dick. tongue out. Stick your tongue out and make that... The farting noise. Yeah. That's it's a childish a... insult, blowing a raspberry. Yeah, oh, that's it. Why did I think it was blowing a kiss? No I don't idea. Know, no idea. Maybe that's what it is in French. I don't know. Fuck off. I don't think they call me. that in French. So that's your favourite fruit. Yeah. What about your favourite <gasps> vegetable? I mean, you know, Apple I don't... is your favourite fruit. Okay, I don't put fruit. these in, in, in hierarchy, I must admit. I like all vegetables. I'm asking you to do it now. That's the, that's the, the point. That's the, the point. point of thing. I like I mean, the way you're... This is your political manoeuvring. Like you, you have to answer this like you're a member of the Conservative I mean, Party. I like a butternut. So you're... What? Imagine, you're imagine you are um, a Conservative politician. I've just asked you a direct yeah. question. You've got to try and avoid it. Oh, okay. all right then. So, uh, Minister, um, could you please clarify uh, your favourite vegetable? Could, what? What is your favourite vegetable? Well, I mean, I think we like um, all vegetables to be represented, you know, eat a rainbow and all that. Yes, but specifically, which one? Everyone has their favourite vegetable. You mentioned, you know, you did, you have talked about this recently. So can you just confirm what your favourite vegetable is? Well, I mean, I wouldn't want to confirm or deny anything about vegetables. I think that they're all, as we've already mentioned, great, whether they come uh, from the ground, whether they're grown above ground or underground. I mean, that's the, the joy of vegetables. So I can definitely confirm, yes, Vegetables. And then you'd probably say something like, I think we've been very clear on this. And yeah. uh, obviously the application of vegetables is uh, very important and people have to have a balanced diet. And uh, let me be clear, yes. as well as another thing they always say. But anyway, Amber, seriously now, what is your, fa- what is your favourite vegetable? Um, well, I'm, I think that's been absolutely... No, I'm serious now. Genuinely, forget the politician I mean, I like, thing. I said, I like a butternut. I think a you can do a lot with a butternut. Butternut squash. A lot with a butternut. Okay. And what a random vegetable. What you want that? my answers as well? No, you? I want you to, to explain what a butternut squash is. Yeah. Uh, 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 wait. <laughs> it's a. Uh, it's like a. It's like a pumpkin, but with a big ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's. I mean, it's the same family as pumpkin, and it's like basically got a round bottom. That's quite. It's almost perfectly round, and then it goes up into like a. Sort of uh, almost phallic kind of shape. Yeah, on the top. Is it phallic. It's not really phallic because it's not thin enough. Like I mean, that's a. But it's like yourself. a. It's like a penis with one ball. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Paul. <laughs> it's it's a it's a penis with a, with a big. It's a it's a one ball penis. Have you not seen those butternut squashes that grow really? really oh long? yeah, yeah. They're I'm thinking of like the typical, the normal, the ones. normal one, the micro, the, the uh, ones that are probably not organically grown. Yes. That are perfect in shape. Yes. Mm. But it's okay. got nothing to do with nuts or butter. So that should be clear, listeners. I expect everyone knows exactly what a butternut squash is now. Mm. Um, so let's move on. Okay. Um, 
Hold on a hold on one second. This, the episode should be called "What's Your Favorite Fruit?" We <laughs> pulled a number. No, no, organ harvesting slash, slash. favorite fruits. <laughs> Fruit and veg. <laughs> The, the most random mix. Harvesting, whether it be organs or, or fruit. fruit. It's harvesting. Harvesting. Harvesting organs and fruit. Harvesting with Paul, oh. Amber and Paul. Oh, my God. So the next thing is actually citizenship test. Hold on a minute. Yes. Citizenship. I can't even say it. Citi- yeah, I always citizen. say citizenship. Citizen. British citizenship test. That is the first. Oh. Uh, Speaking of which, Luke just showed us his brand new citizenship passport. I've got a brand oh. new British passport, which the is dark, dark blue, dark blue in colour. Dark, my, dark Brexit my, um, <laughs> in colour. My... Uh, Hold on, it's bloody. I can't. I can't type and talk at the same time. Okay, 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 okay. What is the thing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, hold on, hold on, hold that's, on. That's, that's my, your thing. That's my thing on my live every time because for some reason I don't want silence. Yeah. So if I'm trying to do something on my computer that isn't working, like I'm trying to call somebody, like my mum on FaceTime or whatever else it is, I don't want there to be like a, a weird silence. So I'm just like, hold on, 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 and my fans. <laughs> Like count the amount of hold ons oh, per nice. episode. Okay, Go so on. I've I've found a British citizenship test. Okay, as Sean Connery <laughs> would say, British citizenship uh, test. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really annoying now and ask you to pick a number between one and twenty four. <laughs> one and twenty four. Yeah, Go yeah. on. 13. 13, that's exactly the one that my cursor was hovering over. Oh, oh and it's perfect. Okay, Paul, <laughs> yeah. true or false? True or false? Northern Ireland. <laughs> Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland has its own banknotes, so it does, which are valid everywhere in the UK. Uh, Northern Ireland has its own banknotes, which are valid everywhere in the UK. True That or? is true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Check. True is the correct answer. Congratulations. Bank of Ulster. There you go. It's also uh, true in Scotland, as Michael McIntyre will tell you. Don't need your English bastard pounds. The idea, if you go into an English supermarket and you bring out a a, a note of Scottish money, £10 uh, note, but it's Scottish, People sort of like <gasps> look at you in fear. Yeah, it's the same they, with the oh. Irish. Mm. Same with the Irish yeah. one too. Yeah, and Wales has its own notes as well. And then there's always a Scottish guy there who goes, "Excuse me, that's legal tender." Yeah, yeah. the phrase is, that, as Michael McIntyre says, the phrase has only been invented for that one moment in time where you have money from one of the other UK countries and you try and spend it there. I didn't know Wales had its own money. I think Wales has got its own note in, in my. Like, it's, It'd be funny if Wales had its own money, but it's not valid. It's only valid in Wales. It's I've, like, got, I've got my Welsh money. Your Welsh money's no good here. It's like the Brixton pound. Hmm. Just good for Wales. Right. Amber, you're going to yeah. do a citizenship test as well. Give me a number between 1 and 24, but not 13, because we've already done that. 24. One. 24. Okay, what did the Scottish man, John Logie Baird, develop? Mm. And you've got multiple guess if you want it. Multiple choice. I, I do want multiple choice. Oh, wait. Television, radar, the personal computer, the impersonal computer. That's, that's a joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, television, radar, personal computer, or radio. John Logie Baird. John Logie Baird. That's not how we... That's a terrible... That reminds uh, me of like the, the... Every time I hear his name, I think of Yogi Bear. Like the cartoon. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I don't know why. That doesn't well, because it sounds practically the same, yeah. that's why. Yogi Bear, John Logie Baird. John Yogi Bear. 
Imagine if Yogi Bear's name was John. (laughs) (laughs) All right, John. Yeah, John Bear. Do you know this? You're a technical person. What is it? What was the last one? Radio. It's TV, radio, computer, or what was the... Radar. Well, he didn't didn't invite radio. It's not radar, and I don't think it's radio. Why did you think if, if, if radio had invented by a Scottish man, it never would have taken off? Because people would have turned it on and said, I can't understand a word he's saying. <laughs> Switch it off. <laughs> Speaking a foreign language. Like... I don't think it's the personal computer because if I'm not mistaken, Apple invented that. Like Apple invented the first computer that was made for personal use person. at home. Well, it's a more graphical unit. Ah. Mm, mm. I was leaning to personal computer because I feel like that's the one that I definitely would. You know, you I feel don't... like I know his name. I, yeah, I, honestly... I know his name. I, I'm, I, I would lean more towards TV, but it's, it's either TV or, or computer. I don't think it's computer. But all, having said that, the internet was invented radar. by an English guy. Oh, come on, guys. Get on with it. Come on, we don't know. I don't know. Just multiple guess. That's why it's multiple guess. What guess. are you going with, Amber? Um... I'll go with personal computer. I'll go with TV. No, you're wrong about the personal computer. Paul says TV. It's the TV. The only time in history that Paul knew something that Amber didn't know. (laughs) Paul often knows things I don't know. No, not not, not in regards English. Yeah. This whole episode should have been a citizenship test because this is fun. We've done that. We have done Uh, that before. Yeah, but it's always fun. Yeah, come on. Let's do another one then, Paul. Go on. Okay, go Um, on for it. Give me a number between one and 24. Uh, Two. I should have said give me a number between one and 23. Because we've already done 24, but still. Sorry, the number was? <laughs> two. Two. You're going you're gonna to take a number two. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> did, the question? Did everyone get it? that? Yeah. Did everyone get that? Paul is having a number two now on the podcast. <laughs> Blew a raspberry there, just to emphasize the... No, one, you're still, still not getting it. I'll just tell the joke again. I'm sure that'll be fine. It's worked really well for me before. Nothing ever went wrong, having told a joke again. Just send a comment in, listeners, if you didn't get the, the number two joke, okay? It's, uh, I won't be bothered by that at all. Uh, so then you can re-explain the Russian joke. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, that was <laughs> subtext. Anyway, St. Helena, uh, Amber, yeah. St. Helena is a British oh. overseas territory and is part of the United Kingdom. This is your question, Paul. It's the British Overseas Territory and is part of the United Kingdom. St. Helena, which is an island yes, some, that somewhere. Was Napoleon's somewhere. island. Yeah. Right, it's where Napoleon got sent. Yeah, to die. Right. Interesting. They could have just shot him. They didn't need to send him to an well, island. They didn't want to make him into a martyr. Ah. They wanted to forget about him. Oh, I see. It didn't, didn't work, did it? No, not at all. <laughs> not no, everyone's, no one forgot about Napoleon. <laughs> Literally, no. There have been more books written about Napoleon. In fact, Napoleon is more famous than the island he was sent to. <laughs> anyway, St. Yeah. Helena is a British overseas territory, and it is part of the United Kingdom. True or false? Oh. You have heard my stand-up routine, haven't you? you say it's true i'm gonna say it's a british overseas territory but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's part of the uk um i'm gonna say false is it a true or false question it's a true or false question question. i'm gonna say does it give you the answer afterwards does it Uh, explain it if it's false um uh, it might do because there's loads of British overseas territories that aren't part of the UK, but they're British they? overseas territories. The thing is that in France, anything that is a French overseas territory is part of France. No, that's wrong as well. Is it? Yeah. Paul things is like, nailing it today. Yeah, He's on th- fire. Things like Martinique and Guadeloupe this is are the guy, French. This is the guy yeah. who doesn't have a British passport as well. Yeah. yeah. But something like Guyane is a French overseas... There's, a, there's French overseas territories and French overseas departments. Mm. So the departments are 
part of France because uh, so Martinique and, and Guadeloupe, Guadeloupe are departments, but the territories are not. They don't have French law. They're and departments. They're like the they're, departments of relaxing and having a nice something time like that. On yeah. So, so I I have a feeling it'll be the same. Cause the, the thing that gave it away for me was territory, a British overseas territory, rather than a. I don't know if what else we have. I don't think department would have been a word. No. That, it, that mm. I, I, so is it true or false, then, guys? Amber, you're saying I'm going to go with true. True. Paul is saying false. False. Mm. The answer is that it is false. Oh, um, on, on fire! fire. <laughs> British, British overseas territories such as St. Helena and the Falkland Islands, ooh, a little ooh. bit controversial there as well, are linked to the UK but are not part of it. So they're not part of the UK, but they are. They have like the Queen as their figurehead, and yeah. yada yada yada. Mm. They're not. I mean, it's not. It's stronger than being in the in the Commonwealth. They are British overseas territories. Yeah, I'm right. failing being British. Yeah, let's not talk about the Falkland Islands. <laughs> let's <laughs> no. just move swiftly on. Do you want to do another citizenship? Let's, let's do it. Got time for one more. Yeah, let's do it. Got time for one more. Yeah, have you, Amber? Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Paul Taylor. <laughs> it's gone from. <laughs> Yeah, it's Polish a, people stealing organs. A very strange trajectory. <laughs> to favourite favourite fruits, <laughs> favourite fruit and vegetables to British citizenship test. Oh, so ready? Go on. Yeah, go on. Number. Hold on, it's Amber's turn. No, no she just did the. Oh, last she one. did the, the, yeah. the Saint Helena one. Was yours? Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, all right, number seventeen. Yeah, number seventeen. What is your favourite fruit? No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have your kidneys? No, it's not that either. Okay, so. What is Good Friday? What is Good Friday? You've got multiple choice. Do I want, know this want, one. <laughs> I know it. What is Good Friday? Do you want the choices? Um, yeah. Well, because I, I, I don't know. Well, it, it is... The, it's Bear the, in mind that it's Good Friday, so it must be something good. Yeah, it's the Friday before Easter. But I, that's not the answers that it's going to propose. So right? would you like the answers? Yeah, because I need so to know what... So Good Friday, yeah. right? Is it the day when Jesus Christ rose from the dead, when no. he was dead and then he came back? Is oh, it the day no. when Jesus Christ was born? No. Is it the day when Jesus Christ died? Yes. Or is it the day when Jesus Christ became 30 years old? Yay! Happy birthday, Jesus! Good <laughs> Friday! Also his birthday, that's a trick question. Yeah, Friday. No, because he came back three days later, didn't he? <laughs> so, I, so I feel like he died on the Friday. And that's why they call it Good Friday. And then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and he came back on the Monday? There was a sketch about this that was pretty funny. Oh, okay. It's been done oh. before, has it? Well, they were just talking about... Is it about... Foil Arms and Hog, by any chance? I They're had... the guys who, like, every single video, I'm like, ah, oh, damn, they did it. Yeah. Damn. Every single damn video that those guys... Well, did. I just, I still, and every time, every fucking year, I look this up, and every year I forget. I'm always like, why <clears throat> is he born on the same day every year, but he died on a different day, apparently? You know, because Easter is a different day every year, depending right. on things. Yeah. But I don't mm. know why. I, yeah. I, I, it just, it, it pretty. Some people might think it's just a story. Pretty good coincidence that he was yeah, born exactly. on Christmas Day as well. It's kind of uh, <laughs> easier for the parents; they don't have to buy so many presents. <laughs> uh, so I think Friday's the day that he died, apparently, and I think he came back on Sunday or Monday. Right, but it's not that. It's, it, it, why is it always a Friday, and why is it not a specific date? Well, That's what I don't understand. It's but. just they've made it a Friday because it's more convenient for him to die on the Friday because then you've got the weekend to like recover and, and stuff. You know, he, co- he comes back on the Monday, right? So he, mm. he took him a week. He needs a weekend to get over it. Right. Okay, we're being frivolous about Was that the right answer? Being frivolous about religion. Nothing ever came, nothing ever went wrong with that. My dishwasher is going to beep five times. Oh, why do they, di- why do they beep so many times? The, the washing machine's the worst. It's, it's hysterical. Oh. 
Same. Absolutely hysterical, the washing machine. Anyway, Good Friday is the day when Jesus... Died. Died, says Died. Paul. Do you, do you want to have a stab at this? Uh... No, I know, because we've just had Easter and I bought a Bible, a children's Bible. Oh, yeah. mm. And I thought I'd like read some to my son. But I, I got a bit of a smitey version. I wanted... What do you mean, what do you mean a smitey version? Oh, God's a bit mean. There's quite a lot of, S- lot of smiting. Oh, a lot of smiting. Smites, to smite is to smash something, to kind of uh, destroy it, to was, kill it. Yeah, I was looking for more of a sort of lightweight children's version. And yeah, it thought it looked nice, but it looks it was a bit... More smiting. It than is the I... Bible. There's quite a lot of smiting and a lot of smiting, a lot of plagues and things in there. You can't. It's difficult to make it a kid friendly. Well, I think they could have chosen. Like they, I read the Tower of Babel, and it was like, and then God destroyed the tower, and they lived in darkness and confusion. And I just thought, that's why it's like when he's telling you. <laughs> That he wants you to die and he's gonna he's gonna destroy, destroy your team. Hold on, hold on. Before we get to the thing about Hugo's uh, amazing <laughs> insults in English, <laughs> let's just settle this question once and for all. Amber, do you, you know the answer? Do you? Yeah, yeah. Died. Died. When he died. Because this was yeah. the sketch. It was like a, I can't remember who it was, but it was so funny. And they were like, "Oh, like what's Good Friday about?" And it's like, "Oh, well, you know, he he's paraded through town, and he's like, you know, his friends give him up, and then he's beaten, and then he's crucified, and they call it Good Friday." And she's just like, "Oh, those Jewish people, dark sense of humour." <laughs> <laughs> you have the past, by the way. I don't need to say that. Uh, <laughs> just in case anyone's listening, so Amber can say that. It's, it's fine. Um, so, um, yes, that's the correct answer. Jesus died on Good Friday. God knows. Yeah. And he came back on a Monday, is it? Well, he pops into his tomb. Sounds Everyone's like a sad. Craig, Craig David song almost. <laughs> Jesus died on Friday. Had a little rest on Saturday. <laughs> we were breaking bread on Monday and on Tuesday and. Wednesday and Thursday. We chilled on Friday. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Oh, dear. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, I'm. I, shall I make an apology now or shall I leave it till Shut later? Shut up. Stop apologizing. <laughs> oh, God. That it's, was funny. It's a good story. Oh. So, anyway, he, so he comes back on the Monday, is it? Or the Sunday? comes back on the Monday, yeah, because it's so three days. We, three days later, st- he rises. So. It, most Catholic countries like France, even though it's not supposed to be a Catholic country, but it does all the Catholic holidays, Monday is the bank holiday. We don't have a bank holiday. We, uh, we do. Do we? Yeah, yeah, Easter Monday. Easter Monday. Oh, so it is a bank holiday? Yep. Mm. Oh, okay. For some reason. But we ce- but French people celebrate the, like Easter Monday. More, We do Sunday. And the we French do Sunday do- and then we just chill on Monday. <laughs> it's true we do we do the, the meal and stuff and yeah, the, I feel the parents like the maybe grandparents they do, I don't know I'm confusing it with Christmas and on the 24th and 25th and the, the, they, they don't do Boxing Day that's the thing you see in England we like, to, we like to have a day off after the main event are you sure to, Monday's to, to get holiday. over the hangover for me, for me the Friday's um, a bank so holiday it's, it's they're both bank holidays because in France the Friday isn't a bank holiday no the Friday's not a bank holiday in France but the Monday is and in England uh, the, the Friday, Friday and, the and the Monday so you get a super duper long weekend mm. okay yeah. All right. So, uh, listeners, you heard us mention um, Hugo, um, who is Amber's son, who has been on this podcast, actually, sort of in the background a couple of times. We yeah. haven't mentioned him recently. We've heard, we've mentioned stories involving Hugo in the past, like, yeah. I won't go into... Him shitting under the table <laughs> at, at a restaurant. Yeah, he did a poo. I, under... The amount of people I've told that to recently, <laughs> because Louise is starting to, like, take her own uh, nappy off now. Yeah. And... Uh, and uh... <laughs> The amount of people were told, oh, yeah, we've got this friend called Amber. 
Their son took a shit in the in the restaurant <laughs> under the table while they were just heating. <laughs> Such a great story. Uh, that that story was told in more detail in a previous episode of this podcast. I don't remember which episode it was. It was one of the catching up with Amber and Paul once when we were up on the on the the, the, the rooftop of my old flat, burning in the sun. <laughs> Anyway, so Hugo is now the ripe old age of seven now. Seven. And uh, his English is incredible. And um, his English excels, especially when he is insulting you. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good at all things, but he sounds like a book because he just re he listens to audiobooks. So like Harry Potter and Percy Jackson. Mm -hmm. And so he does come out with some sort of quite... Sort of florid literary language. Yeah. It's great. And um, so the other day, what was it that, that um, caused him to insult you and threaten you in such a way? What was it? I forgot the goûter. Oh, yeah. You forgot his goûter, which is a snack in the afternoon in French, uh, like staple of French daily life. Um, so you forgot his, his compote or his biscuit or whatever. And what did he say to you? No, I forgot his goûter. But the thing is, I never bring his goûter to school because we live five minutes not even from the school mm-hmm. like i mean I, I i think he was just having a bad day he was having uh, a bad day right and but he got furious he was absolutely livid and so he was just like i hate you <laughs> i hate you um he, he was like i hate you i want you to die i'm gonna get someone to come and kill you and then when you're buried i'm gonna find your tombstone i'm gonna break it into a hundred pieces oh my god <laughs> So I want to kill you. I'm going to send someone to murder you. He's going to you. get someone to murder me. He's going to employ someone to come and stab me Has to he death. been listening to uh, or watching Taken? <laughs> Maybe. I, I know, know who you are. You're my mother. You <laughs> <laughs> are to send people to stab you. But normally, I'd like to say he's very sweet and doesn't threaten to stab me yes. and kill me and like have people. But yeah. he is a bit dark. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I think my I, I, last time uh, uh, <laughs> Louise met... Hugo, I think she was, she was, she was all. She, I think she fell in love. <laughs> he, in his ninja black outfit, uh, he was. Re- I don't know what he was doing, but she was just mesmerised by him. I mean, she's mesmerised by. A sure, lot of- she wasn't just terrified. <laughs> <laughs> she's in a plan to kill you as well. He, by the way, mate, oh good, I'm not surprised. Well, Hugo's in my. Um, I teach on Wednesdays at this sort of bilingual school, and Hugo goes as well. And so he's in another class, like a, a younger class, because I teach older children. And that class that day was being watched by my boss. So the teacher was having her lesson assessed. And the teacher, she's teaching their only little, like, you know, question words. And so she said, oh, who can use question words? Who would like to try and ask a question? And so some kids were like, what's your, what's your name? Where are you from? And Hugo, my boss texted me in the lesson, put up his hand and said, what's your darkest fear? <laughs> That is seven years old he is <laughs> and i was just like okay and i was like yeah it's just very on brand he just comes out with really dark things That's like amazing my favorite is he said once did, to did me he, did he ask a question how do you harvest organs <laughs> you should do. yeah i need he, some kidneys where can i get them he said to me once amber because he calls me amber he's like amber do you not taste better than chocolate and i was like i don't know he's like my tears. Oh my god! <laughs> my I thought he was going to say like the sweet, sweet taste of revenge. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> oh, the the, ch- the, the the yeah, the tears of other children, the tears of my enemies, who I have smote within with my revenge. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he's heading in that direction. Great stuff. Yeah, <laughs> Great. but because he always wears the same clothes. 
like he it's funny like sometimes i'll go round to his like i'll take him around to play at a friend's house and they'll be wearing the same clothes as him like they'll have dressed like him like him is he a trendsetter he's a now trendsetter yeah just exactly. wearing all black just wearing all black i'll go around and be like he, he, he inspired me <laughs> i can see that <laughs> he's wearing black all the time he inspired you johnny cash <laughs> Uh, Darth Vader. Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, ninjas, all ninjas. All ninjas. Yeah. No, he's got like the ninja style. It's like a conscious choice. He's like, I. he refuses to wear anything other than his ninja clothes. Mm. Am I right? Super, what are they called? The power, powerful. powerful clothes. Powerful clothes, yeah. Yeah. No coat. Right, because he's powerful. He can resist the, the, the it's icy It's a good, it's a good job cold. he's got some English blood in him. Then, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes it's absolutely freezing and I, he just will not wear a coat and I just feel so ashamed. But the coat slows him down. It takes away his power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think him and Louise are going to be good friends at some point because Louise is heading that direction. She's already mental and she doesn't want to wear anything outdoors. Uh, and Addy is French, one, mm. and she's female too. So she is cold. As er- she's just super cold. Uh, also, ours, our, my daughter, she also refuses to wear yeah. coats too. I think it's She's the English like, thing. Just... <laughs> I am English. I'm an English girl. I will go out with virtually no clothes on yeah, in, in pra- sub-degree temperatures. They're practicing for their night out in Leicester. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no coats. We'll not yeah, check a coat. At 12, at 12 at midnight <laughs> on the 3rd of December going to a club in mini skirts, no coat. Yeah. <laughs> they're practicing. But I have, to, I have to tell them at the school, like they'll, they'll say things to me, like the teachers, and I'll say, oh, you know, in England, we don't wear coats. I mean, that's not actually true. It's just no. that- I don't know. Like when I was working in London at the language mm. school and I used to every now and then take students out on trips into town to visit certain places, the pub. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I would often just go out just without a coat i just you know if it's a warm enough sort of you know day it's springtime day or something i'd go out in my trousers and a shirt because i just wouldn't it wouldn't cross my mind that you have to wear a coat you know it's kind of that's the culture in lots of places like in paris definitely going out without a coat is you can't go out without a coat yeah, i can't go out with a coat or a scarf so i'd like, go out without it just you know normally fine and then my students be like but luke you're, you're not wearing a coat and i'm like yeah so what it's all right I'm not cold. So there you go. That concludes that part of the conversation. Uh, do you want another citizenship test uh, question? Go on, or? One last citizenship uh, okay. and then I'm off. One, two, three, four. So uh, f- uh, five. It's back to Amber again. Okay. Gives a number between one and 24. Uh, five. Five. Okay. We haven't had that yet. Oh. Oh. Okay. You're going to know this one. I'm confident you're oh, going to know this. I won't. Women over the age of 30... Were, were give, of fallow. <laughs> women of fallow age. Yeah. Women of fallow years. Women, women over the age of 30 were given the right to vote Ooh. as a result of their contribution towards the war effort. Which war was that? I like the way, sorry, which war was that? Um, women over the age of 30 were given the right to vote as a result of their contribution towards the war effort. Which war was that? Which war was that? I don't know. When did women get the vote want, in England? Oh, come on. You, you really? <laughs> I don't know. I know it was really late in France. Really, really late. I suppose it must be the First World War. Tell me. So you've got the Second World War. First World War. The First World War. The Third World War. The Fourth World War. No, that didn't work. Oh, it's the multiple first, choices. The first, it's, it's I mean, the first World Second War. Second World War, the Crimean War, the First World War, or the Civil War. No, the First World War. The First World War. Was it first? Exactly. Is it? The best of the world wars. <laughs> Uh, the sequel was... Correct. The sequel was, to be fair, uh, let's not start talking about World War. 
I was joking when I said it was the best. I just meant it was the first. They called it the Great War, though. <laughs> they did. Oh, what a great war. But it didn't it's like mean... Good Friday. It's like Great Britain. No, great means big. It doesn't mean good, you know, in that yeah. old-fashioned mm. way. The, the Great War meant the big war. And Great Britain just means Big Britain compared to Little Britain, which is... Um, Brit- Brittany and France. Brittany, isn't it? Great yeah. Britain. Because, you know... Bretagne uh, and Grand Bretagne. Yeah, yeah. Bretagne and Grand Bretagne, yeah. which is a. It's a, weird that we don't call. It's weird that we say Brittany instead of Britain. Yeah. <clears throat> so in, it's French, right? No, but isn't Britain? Britain is without. No. Scotland. No. And it became Great no, no, Britain. No, 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 no. no. Ah. Great, uh, Britain is is the landmass that includes England, Wales, and Scotland. But I think that, that it's called Great Britain. It was the French who called Are it you Great. Sure. I'm, I'm, this mm. is a speculation, but I think, yeah, I think the Great Britain's the name of the island. Great Britain is the name of that island. Hold on, England, Wales, and Scotland. And uh, what I was thinking, and Paul seems to think that this is true too. So it's two against one. All right. Is, I don't know if the French is, came up with it, but is that maybe it's French because you've got Bretagne, which is what we call Brittany, which is a region of France, obviously, as you know, and then Grand Bretagne, which is Big Brittany. Mm. So they have the two, the little one and the big one, and ours is big, and it just means geographically big. Uh, you may be right, and that does sound plausible, but I thought, but I'm not trying, not saying I know, mm-hmm. I thought that there was, the the Romans called it Britain. Uh-huh, yeah. Britannia, uh, or whatever, something similar to that, um, and it was up to Scotland, you know, up to Hadrian's Wall, up to the wall, and the barbarians were there. And then when Scotland became part of Britain, it became Great Britain, which is how you know that that includes England, Scotland, and Wales. And then that's why it's the United Kingdom of Great Britain. It becomes the United Kingdom when you join in Ireland. So that's how you know which it is. So Britain, then it became Great Britain. I didn't realise there was a difference between Britain and Great Britain. For me, it was... I'm searching for this on the internet and I'm, I'm not f- coming up with conclusive ideas. The, the, the best thing I could find on that first page is from Cora.com. Cora. So it's almost like no one knows. <laughs> so uh, why is Great Britain called Great instead of Big Britain or Large Britain? No, that's not even the question. Oh, I'm putting on. Britain versus Great Britain. Why is Great Britain called Great Britain? England uh, is a country. Britain is an area that uh, consists of... According to Answers.com, it doesn't say trueanswers.com or correctanswers.com. It's just answers.com. There are two possible answers. Britain is the largest of the two main islands of the British Isles. And Britain is made up of England, Scotland and Wales. That doesn't make sense because it's not... Ireland is not also called Little Britain. Mm. Anyway, the other main island is the island of Ireland, made up of the Republic of... Yes. Sounds like A your... part of the United Kingdom of Great Britain. Some historians believe it was called Great Britain to distinguish it from Brittany in northwest France. Ge- geographers may use Britain to describe the mainland and Great Britain to include the offshore islands. Mm. I think it's the li- it's Brittany and Big, yeah. big I don't Brittany. think there's a difference between Britain and Great Britain. I don't think Scotland... Scotland. When Scotland joined no. in. No. no, no, no. It's not political. It's ge- I, geog- geo- I, geographical. I'm going to search. Why do I feel I tried like to, I know I, this? I just tried to type it in Britain versus Great Britain. Nothing came up. Mm. It, everything, it, it's, all, it's like, do you mean Great Britain versus UK? No, I mean Great Britain versus Britain. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. Britain and Britain are the same thing. And But people think it's Great Britain, meaning isn't Britain great? Yeah. But it just means the big Britain r- compared to the smaller Britain, which is part of France. Well, listeners, it's been mm. um, a, a, an interesting uh, ride this episode <laughs> as we've gone from one thing to another, harvesting, harvesting organs, harvesting fruit and vegetables, um, talking about um, uh, Amber's homicidal son. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> failing citizenship. Failing citizenship uh, questions. Although the, the only me, you were and right about the age of, uh, um, you know, the voting age for women. It, uh, it was sorry that when women got the right to vote, it was just after the First World War, nineteen nineteen, I think. Yeah. I thought you would have been right on that question. No, I mean, I knew it was after the First World War, but I was like, uh, you know, I was just like, oh, wait, I couldn't have told you what date it was exactly. I didn't know. But the French was a lot later. I I think the French was after the Second World War. Yeah, it was, yeah. French was last week, wasn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Right, I'm going to go. I'm going to go get this baby. Okay. I'm going to leave you to carry on the citizenship. I think think we're done. I think we've reached the the optimum level. I cannot wait to see what the title of this episode is, Luke. I have no idea what it's going to be. You've got to come up with something good. That just goes to show that we think that Luke's planning is already pretty ropey, but actually is probably saving us from absolute free fall you know well when you come in normally you kind of have an idea like oh we're (laughs) going to do this and even though we kind of go off the ropes at least you go in with an idea Mm. but when it's free fall as today was who knows free fall sounds negative free uh free 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 chat free chat free chat free chat with amber and paul free chat sounds like a like a mobile phone network though doesn't it (laughs) you know are you paying too much for your mobile phone contract why not switch to free chat Um, all right, end it. Okay, so Amber can leave. All right then, Amber. Right, Thanks then. for the hospitality, Luke. No worries, and uh, welcome. Come back on the podcast anytime soon. You have an open invitation to talk about anything. All right. <laughs> bye. All right. See you later. Bye. 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 This is a journey into the English language. A journey into the DNA of the English language. Really? The DNA of the English language. Now that's a really quite a strong claim. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Who are you? You talking to me? You talking to me? You know who I'm talking to. I'm a school teacher. I teach English composition. Oh really? Yes. You don't know what that is? And I don't know what this is. This is Luke's English podcast. Can't touch this. This is a masterpiece of the English language. All righty then. Just think of the accolades it's received over the years. Wait a minute. Who are you? I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. And I am a Jedi. Like my father before me. This is going to be good. Really? Yes! I want to get into it, man! Ladies and gentlemen, this is Luke's English Podcast. And this is Britain at its best. Oh, you lucky people! Well, there you have it. Amber and Paul reunited on the podcast once more. We'd been waiting for ages for that to happen. It's quite difficult to get the three of us together on a regular basis. Uh, And I hope that you were not disappointed after waiting. Some of you will have been waiting for the entire 12-month gap there. The last time they were on the podcast before this was the 4th of May 2020. And here we are again near the beginning of May. So just over a year. Just in case you were wondering what tangential means and you're not a long-term listener... 
A tangent, first of all, T-A-N-G-E-N-T, or a conversational tangent, is when someone starts talking about something that is unrelated from the main topic of conversation. So you kind of go off on, you kind of get sidetracked and talk about something else. To go off on a tangent is the phrase. And tangential is the adjective, and it refers to something different from the subject you were talking about. So this is typical of all my podcast conversations. We kind of go off on tangents quite a lot. It's quite tangential, but especially those ones with Amber and Paul. So we are known as the tangential trio. As ever, I am curious to know what you think about all of this. Sometimes our conversations become quite rude and inappropriate, you know, as we talk about certain subjects or certain kinds of rude language just come up. But I am just presenting you with a natural conversation between friends. And this sort of thing is normal when socialising in English with your friends. These are the sorts of things that come up. So here are some questions for your consideration. First of all, what do you think of Michael's organ harvesting story? Do you believe it? Is it possible? Secondly, what is your favourite fruit or vegetable? Thirdly, why do you think Great Britain is called Great Britain? And fourthly, that's that's not a word we use very often, is it? And in fourth place, or and fourth, did you hear about the Spanish fireman and his two sons? Let us know your thoughts and comments in the comments section. I've got a ton of episodes in the pipeline, which will be coming out over the next few weeks and months. Here's a little taster of things to come. We've got Baha from Iran, the final whisper-let runner-up that I need to talk to. Um, Then a couple of episodes about expanding your vocabulary using word quizzes and dictionaries with a returning guest. More episodes in the vague Beatles season, including some stuff about the psychology of John Lennon, adjectives for describing personality traits, and some analysis of Beatles song lyrics with a sort of expert guest. So that's coming. That's about... That's actually... Four episodes, and a general one about John Lennon, two ones about adjectives of personality, and then one about Beatles song lyrics. Okay, then I've got various stories which I've been searching for and then reading out on the podcast with YouTube versions. This is because the recent Roald Dahl story I read out was quite a popular one. So I've been looking for other stories, just kind of like searching online for short stories and things i've also i also recently recorded a series uh in which i'm i'm reading out extracts from one of my favorite books and there are youtube versions of that with text on the screen as well they will be coming soon plus more special guests for interviews and collaborations more bits of comedy analyzed and broken down and plenty of other things too i'm still waiting for my shiny thing from youtube for getting 100,000 subscribers. But when it arrives, I will be doing another YouTube live stream. Who knows, I might even do one before the shiny thing arrives, but I will let you know in any case if I plan to do a, a YouTube live stream. I should. And premium subscribers. Actually, I should do I should do live streams for the premium subscribers on a fairly regular basis. There's still lots of things in the premium section that I would like to do. You know, I'd like to expand it in various ways. So, you know, look out for those sorts of things. I might send you an email. If you're a premium subscriber, you might receive an email from me if I have sort of other things planned like YouTube lives and stuff. In any case, premium subscribers, I have 
the rest of the What Did Rick Say series coming up. And then a similar series called What Did Jill Say, focusing on language from my recent conversation with my mum about the Beatles. Plenty of nice target language came up in that conversation, so I'm planning to do an episode all about it. And that is following a suggestion from a listener. So, new premium content is either being published, being written, or recorded all the time. So, watch out for new episodes teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info if you'd like to find out more. I will be back soon with more episodes, but now it's just time for me to say goodbye. Bye, 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 bye. Thanks for listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.co.uk. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar, and pronunciation teaching from me, and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.